It was the stone horse called Apollyon that stomped cruelty into him. The beast stood nineteen hands, and every man was afraid to go near, its hooves and mane wild and black, black and untamed as its eyes. It was not ridden. It did not toil in the field. The unbroken giant was proof that man could not subject every beast to his will. By its size and defiance, it became a mythical creature. Apollyon breathed morning smoke, exhaled and snorted in such great gusts, it seemed it could breathe fire as well. Gideon Long was never more afraid than when he stood before Apollyon. His father watched from behind the gate, one foot up on the second rail, a gentle smile in place to hide what he was doing. Go on, he said. Go on in there, boy. Brush his hide. Placed between the forces of his raw fear of this enormous beast and his fear of his father's disappointment, Gideon ducked beneath the railing and entered the stall. He took with him the camel brush and the metal curry comb. Apollyon watched and snorted, and crowded him with its muscular presence. Gideon slowly put the comb to the horse's flank. He brushed away a year of rolling in dust. He combed out the burrs and scabs and every bit of filth that had clung to Apollyon's hide. The beast tensed beneath the teeth of the comb, but did not move or lash out. When Gideon was done, he looked to his father, still on the other side of the gate. Harlan Long said to his boy, Go on, go on and comb his mane. Apollyon's mane was badly tangled. Gideon climbed the stool and stood beside the snorting beast. With tiny hands he lifted the bone teeth of the comb to the hair, and with slow, deliberate, terrified strokes, he smoothed the knots from Apollyon's mane. At last he finished his task, and he looked again to his father, still with one boot up on the second rail. Harlan smiled gently at Gideon, though he knew exactly the sort of devil he was tempting. Go on, he said, go on and pick his hooves. It's been so many months. It had been many months since Apollyon's massive black hooves had been seen to. With these, Apollyon had injured so many unlucky stable boys that none would brave this most perilous task of grooming. The nervous lads who worked the barn climbed up the railings of other stalls and observed the spectacle of Gideon's torment from the surrounding darkness of the barn. Apollyon's hooves were grouted with rotten manure and piss. This foul clay required strength and a steady hand with the metal pick to remove. Gideon could feel the power of the beast as he took hold of one of its legs. By pressure, he urged the beast to lift that leg, big around as a jug, and he carefully chiseled and levered the stinking muck from the beast's hoof. The hooves were unshod, overgrown and split. Tender, no doubt, and yet Apollyon stood and snorted 
and allowed his hooves to be picked clean by the terrified boy. By the time Gideon finished with this task, his arms and legs were shaking. Sweat clung to his body and ran into his eyes. He could bear no further chore, could scarcely stand, and yet when he looked to his father, his father only smiled and said, Go on, go on and climb onto his back. Go on and ride him and tame him. Make this beast your horse. Gideon climbed the stool beside Apollyon. He placed one palm against the gray stone pelt and said, Please.